Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is a Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, uh, we're here again, and Luna, the MCAT, is with me. And uh, today's question comes from Christine, who uh, left me a message, a question on Twitter. And first off, Christine, thanks for watching. And um, awesome question because it relates to sort of asking for more specific information regarding some of the overall concepts that I've talked about. And that is great. If there's any point when any of you want to, you know, have me be more specific with things, I am very happy to do so. So let's move on to today's question, which is, could you go over mastering empathy? Also, Talk again about how to use being empathic in a good way. I guess it means grounding myself. Great question, Christine. And um, yes, it, it means grounding yourself. And by grounding yourself, the first part of that is figuring out what grounds you. Because most people kind of interpret the word ground to mean, you know, earth. And that's not always what grounds us. Depending on what your particular resonance is, maybe you ground to air, or maybe you ground to water, or maybe you ground to a particular sound, or maybe you ground to a particular scent. Finding out what takes you to that place of just feeling settled, feeling comfortable, feeling safe, and feeling just a little bit detached from the things around you. Uh, Whatever gets you there, figure out for yourself what it is that works for you. And it may take a little while to find that out, so kind of experiment. First, think of what it means to feel grounded and how you define that for yourself. And then consider what is it that's going on near you that allows you to kind of slide into that space. So that's, that's a project to work on finding out what grounds you. Then when we talk about, or, you know, when I've talked about mastery uh, of empathic abilities, it basically means that you have choice. It means that you're able to go into a place of either having it off or engaging it. And when you engage it, you engage it to the level that you want to engage it at. Maybe the circumstance you're in goes to you know, engagement level 10 and you really have to have it, you know, out there and out loud and you're really using it very precisely. Or if you only need this much empathy, you know, maybe you just need it at level one just to be able to make a subtle, slight connection. So being able to manage empathy or have mastery over it is a part of that ability to discern how much you want to feel and what you want to feel, whether or not it's necessary at all, 
And maybe it's not so much what you feel, but you want to transmit or you want to scan. So when it comes to that, the first part of mastering empathy really comes down to being able first to tell what is your feeling versus the feeling of another, because you need to know what your emotional experiences are when there's no one else around. So that way it makes it a lot easier to tell that if you feel something, whether or not it belongs to you or whether or not it may belong to someone else. So this is the part of the work that involves being able to be alone. Because when you're alone, that way you can be able to tell. If you're alone and you're feeling happy, well, then you know that feeling is uniquely yours. So that means that, you know, you know what that feels like for you to be happy or to be sad or to be angry. And that's the important part about empathy. It's separating what is yours from what is not yours. Because what isn't yours is something either that you manage or that you, you know, discard and have not have in your field. One of the biggest things that empaths have a challenge with is that idea of going into situations and feeling things they don't want to feel. So by identifying what it is that isn't yours and being able to say, okay, that doesn't belong to me. I don't need that as my experience right now. So therefore I'm going to separate from it. And it may sound counterintuitive, but separating from emotions is actually a very important part of empathy or the ability to separate. And it takes a little bit of practice to get used to feeling detached because if you've been an empath all your life, you're accustomed to just feeling a lot. So the idea is to train yourself to feel less so that that way, what you feel is more specific. Then it doesn't just get lost in the hum. When you have a, a feeling or an emotion or, an, or a, an energetic impulse that comes in, you immediately recognize it because it is not your experience. So that also connects to that grounding piece and having that foundation of being able to detach because that is a part of grounding is that you no longer have an attachment to the energies that are around you. It's not that you don't care. It's just that you do not emotionally invest in it. You view it from a more objective place. And being able to be objective is an important part of being empathic or of managing empathy. So when you are in a situation you go into your grounded place, whether it's, you know, you, you carry a stone with you. If you're someone who resonates with earth, you can carry a stone because stones are amazing because they are based in stillness. Yeah. You know, I believe that everything holds a spirit. So the idea that that stone has a spirit within it, but it's a very subtle, slow, you know, very, very soft type of energy where it's just very passive, it's just there. And it detaches, especially river stones, because their whole nature is to allow things to flow past. So if you can get a river stone and just kind of sit with it 
And this is also a practice for transmitting because what you're doing is you're transmitting and creating a resonance with that stone. And it may sound silly, but once you've practiced that for a while, you begin to be able to emulate that energetic, that stillness, that quietness, that detachment, that ability to let things flow past. Now, let's say uh, you ground to water and you're going into a situation. What you can do is you can drink water and just really connect to it as you swallow it, as it becomes a part of your physical experience. Or you can just sit, you can uh, go into a restroom and you can run your, you know, water over your hands. And, and sorry for the little ding ding. Uh, <laughs> I had a message on the phone. But, um, you know, you can let water run over your hands. You can take it and put a little bit on your face. But just experience that water. You can sit and listen to the sound of the ocean and be able to go into that place connecting with water. And spending time with water, soaking in a tub, being in a shower, going to a beach, um, sitting by a lake, sitting by a river, and, you know, touching the water and just really connecting with it, then that means that anytime you want, you can go into that space that you are when you're around water. So, you know, for those of you who resonate to air, you know, you can listen to the sounds of wind you know, wind moving through the trees. You can go out and stand in the wind. You can turn a fan on near you and close your eyes and, you know, allow that to become your full experience. Connect with the energy of it. You know, the wind, everything is about blowing past. Water, it's about flowing. If you resonate with fire, if fire grounds you, then it's about transformation. It's about releasing. It's about the lifting of the smoke and, you know, that floating away of anything that's weighing on you. You know, it's about the change and the transforming power of the fire. So whatever it is, find a way to connect to it, experience it, carry it around with you, focus on it. And what that will do is, even if you're not around any of those things, once you <laughs> practice connecting then you will be able to lock into that and be able to go, oh, okay, um, that's what I want to do. You know, that's the, the state of mind I want to be in. So, you know, work on those grounding practices. Find what grounds you, you know, discover what it is that grounds you because it may not be ground and then experience it and work with that and just spend time with that and just, you know, quiet yourself, quiet your mind and do meditations with that element or whatever it is that that works for you. Because after a while, it will become like muscle memory. And no matter what, no matter where you are, you'll just be able to think of it and you go into that grounded state. So once you get into that grounded state, that's when you are able to go into a situation you can stay in that grounded state and not engage with anything around you and to be able to um, detach. You can observe those energies. You can observe those emotions. You can bear witness to it. There's, you know, there's something very profound about bearing witness to the, those types of, you know, experiences that other people are having. You can view it with compassion 
without having to engage empathically. So when you think about how to use your abilities in a good way, well, that really is about, you know, following that heart connection, about going to that place of compassion within yourself. And once you can go into that place of compassion with yourself, then you can be able to be in a place of compassion with other people. If you want to be able to listen and use your empathy as a way to allow someone to speak freely, then you can go into, you know, you can turn the empathy up just a bit, just so that person can realize, hey, you know, I'm sitting with someone who understands, someone who is not so busy trying to tell me what I need to do, but to listen to what I'm going through. And empaths are really good at that. It's not about telling someone or, you know, having that idea in your mind, okay, as soon as they stop talking, I'm going to start telling them what they need to do to fix their lives. Empaths are really good at just listening. And sometimes that's all a person needs is to have somebody listen to them because basically they are percolating their own solution. And by allowing them to do that without intervening, then you can be able to just be with someone. And that's one of the main things people say about empaths is that they, um, they are really good listeners and they'll say, it's like, wow, it's like, I really feel safe talking to you. And when you're utilizing empathy, let's say in an energetic healing work and you create a resonance with that person and it kind of leads you to those places where their energy is blocked or where they're having a difficulty or, you know, where something's not going well for them. And, you know, if you're working with them physically, empathy is an excellent tool to be able to help you move through what it is that, well, this is the complaint, but this is where the problem really is. And often I'll tell my patients that, you know, what hurts is just the last place that the problem was. It wasn't the first place where it was. So by helping people understand that they can be an active part of their own energy and that they can be able to work with their own energy at the same time when, you know, you're helping them and you're, you know, you're working with them and helping to clear the energy out, you can be able to create that resonance and have that conversation that will help them be able to figure out how to take care of themselves. Another good way to apply empathy is with ourselves to find out how we're doing to resonate deeply within our own being, because, you know, we all have those times when things feel a little bit off when, you know, we're not feeling our best, when maybe we're a little bit snippy with the people around us. And for an empath, we have the ability to direct that within our own spirit, within our own bodies. You know, hey, what is going on with me? You know, and holding ourselves in that place of compassion and resonating with what is going on within us. Because it is a part of that Am I upset over something that is mine or something that is not mine? Am I reflecting someone else's upset? Right now, the energetic field is filled with a lot of fear, a lot of anger, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of hopelessness. Um, there's a lot that's going on right now. And it's very easy for an empath to kind of get sucked into it. It is also easy 
for us to be able to identify, whoa, wait a minute, time out. What is it that I'm going through? And could it just be a part of the energetic field? And that is an excellent indication. It's like, okay, time for me to go into my grounded place. Time for me to tune out the other stuff that's going on. You know, I go into my box, my little safe space, and the stuff just starts bouncing off. It bounces off the shield. And so being able to identify not just that you're feeling something, but identifying the source of it. And again, that comes through that doorway of grounding because that helps you determine what's yours and what's not. Um, it really is a lot of just mostly practice. Practice, practice, practice. Because when we have an opportunity to open that doorway and to understand resonating and our ability to resonate with any energetic field around us, I mean any energetic field, it's not just about emotions, it's about energy. So the idea is that by exploring that, you can actually be able to expand what you're, you can do and what you are sensitive to and what you can perceive by learning how to discern what's yours, what's not. And if it's not yours, okay, if it's not mine, where is it coming from? And do I really need to get involved with it or can I just witness it? So I hope that answered your question, Christine. And again, thank you so much for asking it. And if anyone else has any questions or would like me to go into more detail, um, please contact me. Uh, you can get a hold of me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can follow me on Twitter. And my email address is in the description. So if you have a particular situation that you would like to ask me about, please feel free to. And then let me know if, um, if you would like me to address it in a video, because I'd be happy to. If you're wondering about it, other people are wondering about it too. So what I'm going to do is I will be more specific in some of the, the basic how-tos of the management of empathy, because I know I talk about managing empathy all right, you know, a lot, but uh, if there's more desire for, you know, me to get more specific, you know, like step by step, okay, you know, work on this. So for today, it's first figure out what grounds you, identify that, and then figure out a way to incorporate that into your life. Focus on the grounding first so that that gives you a safe place to work from as you deal with the energies that are around you. It gives you a kind of a home base and an eye of the storm because from the eye of the storm, you can view everything else more objectively and you don't get pulled into it. So, um, again, thank you for joining me. And if you would like to support this channel, please like this video. If you want to kick it up a little bit, subscribe. Uh, about half the people who watch the videos are not subscribers. So if you're one of those, please consider subscribing. And if you are subscribed, thank you so much. And if you would like to support at a higher level, uh, there's a link in the description to my Patreon account where for as little as $2 a month, you can support the channel and support what I'm doing. So 
Take care, everyone. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.